Our culture might be telling you that your small daily choices don't matter, but every daily sip, bite, song, walk, prayer, chat, and snooze doesn't amount to nothing. It amounts to eternity. Welcome to the Daily Nothings Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Roach. Let's dive into what our world thinks means nothing. Okay, when you read the title, what song popped into your head? Because Megan and I are on very different teams here. Yes. I I went straight Neo. I went straight, which now my song is not in my head because you kept guiding yeah. me to your side of the fence, Megan. Sorry, but I am mine, influential. Mine was like, oh, it was like, she walked like a boss, talked like a boss, Miss Independent. And Megan went completely straight to our queen, our idol, the American idol, <laughs> Kelly the Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> the Kelly Clarkson. This song came out in 2003, I'm just looking up, because Holy I'm like, I can picture myself cow. as like such a small little girl, like in kindergarten or first grade listening to this song i can picture my little california self listening to kelly little tan barefoot (laughs) cutie pants singing the yeah we're gonna have to put we need to put like a poll on your instagram story courtney to like see yeah who p- thought of which song which song came to people's heads first absolutely <laughs> absolutely and i know that sometimes when people play the playlist on like a desktop i remember when i played or when we titled one of the podcasts i'm the problem it's me it like popped up with Taylor Swift's face in the background, like on Are you Spotify. Serious? Oh, that's hilarious! I remember McLean like was playing it on her desktop computer, and it was like the Daily Nothings logo, but then with Taylor Swift's Midnight's like photo what? behind it. And so I'm like, "What's it gonna be, Kelly Ooh. or Neo?" Well, I cannot. Wait What's to find it gonna out. be? We're gonna exactly. Find out. Absolutely. So if for some reason you listen to Spotify on a desktop computer, which I'm sure the audience is few and far between, let us know (laughs) if you are Team Neo or Team Kelly. You know, Neo didn't get the the credit that he deserved. Neo, what else did he write? He wrote some absolute bangas. Hold on. I want to find this. Yeah, look it up. Let us know. Neo hits. (laughs) Neo. <laughs> mm, I'm not... You're not ringing any bells. No. She knows. Yeah, I know that I one. I think I know that one. Yeah. I can't put the She tune. knows. And she knows. I knows. Don't, I don't know if that's That it. one. Oh, that's And it? she knows. That might not be it. You know, and I wish... <gasps> Come closer. Oh, yes. <laughs> Come closer. I just can't stop. That's a good one. That's a really classic. That was a good one. You know, I I'd like to really have a little conversation about my pipes for a moment. I'm Let's do it. Pretty talented. You are, you are, and you're fearless. I you're, you just go. I for am it. I'm fearless. In, I'm impressed. And we've got quite we've got quite the gathering of ears when it comes to this podcast. It's a lot. And I I just sing as though no one's gonna hear it. I sing as though I've had a good day. (laughs) And it happens 
often. Like it I'm does. not I'm not just singing as though, oh, this is a one-time thing. I'm like going for it as though I'm recording music. And it's because I know <laughs> that there are legalities to playing music on a podcast, yeah. okay? Yes. I'm not trying to get in trouble. Yeah. And so it's like, fine, no one's going to sue me if I just sing, sing it. Sing it, exactly. <laughs> That's, especially when half the words they, probably aren't quite right. No one can correct. get mad about that. <laughs> Neo isn't coming for this sissy. No. Neo don't care. Neo is out of here. Neo said, no, no. Goodbye, You do what you want, sis. Goodbye, (laughs) Neo. I don't think he's been sit. I don't think he's been hitting the mic or like tapping the keys (laughs) since probably 2015. Yeah, that sounds right. I wonder how he is. We should pray for Neo. (laughs) Let's call him. Let's add him to the phone Let's call Neo. (laughs) We all know Kelly has her talk show, which if I'm being honest, I would love to have one someday. I think you could do it, Courtney. I really do. I Just think it'd be picture fun. me like with a little like note card in a maxi dress. Yes. Being like, and next up we have the one, the only Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah. coming on stage. <laughs> I love I love the rock. You the love best. the rock. Okay, I was is- like saying it. I was like, what's the first celebrity that's gonna pop into yeah. my head? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. What okay. were you going to say, though? <laughs> I, the reason, it is like a joke that I like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and I will tell you yeah, why. Yeah, between you and Jake especially, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. So I was once scrolling through my Instagram long, long time ago, and you know how yeah. like a, a picture will pop up of a celebrity, and you're like, oh, I've never really looked at this celebrity's Instagram page. I'm just going to click on it and <laughs> scroll through, okay? For sure. You're like, what are they up to? Do they have kids? Are they yes, married? Yes, I do Which it to all this? sorts of celebrity it's fun it's called jake, the news jake just happened to see this while i'm going through <laughs> to win the rock johnson's instagram he's like what the heck i'm like dude seriously i i don't even know anything about this no man. i I've swear just, I, I, exactly <laughs> and he doesn't believe me so now he's always like oh you just love the rock huh i'm like yeah yeah i do he's the best <laughs> He is my guy. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because Jake is maybe the most polar opposite looking individual (laughs) to Dwayne. So it's like, trust me, Jake, Dwayne does not tickle my fancy. It's all you. Absolutely. That's right. That's it's right. just hysterical to think through. Yeah. So this I'm glad he'll most, be on my talk um, show someday. Yeah. This is the most chaotic beginning to an episode we've ever I had. I personally think we should keep this vibe <laughs> going more often. I think I like that it. I should just say the first thing that comes to mind and keep rolling, keep rolling. with it and see how long it asks. But <laughs> let's maybe take a beat. Let's take, you know, we've been running. We've been sprinting through chaos. Let's drop to our knees. Let's take a few deep breaths and let's hear how Megan's doing. <laughs> What's up, girlfriend? What's Um, the latest? What's the 411 e? Yeah, things are good over here. I feel like my life has been very chill post-Mexico. You know, Megan, we all want to know. We all want to know, how's the weather? (laughs) Oh, people, people, the weather. So we weren't even supposed to go outside today because the air quality was so bad because of the Canadian fires. It's so hazy. It almost smells like smoke. I didn't okay, know that Okay, that was either. the most illiterate thing I've ever said. But no, seriously, no, Canada's still on fire? I didn't know it either until... That's sad. Like, people, like, weren't outside today. And, like, can't, they canceled, like, a farmer's market because the air quality well, is so bad. When Indiana cancels a farmer's market, mm-hmm. then all hell is breaking loose. Absolutely. Wow. So, okay. Sad, sad. Yeah, I went on a walk anyway before I realized I probably shouldn't have gone on a walk. If there's one thing about you, Megan, you 
It's so unique, you guys. Megan is absolutely severely obsessed with the government. But then when it comes to the government telling her what to do, (laughs) they can eat dirt. (laughs) If anyone ever tells Megan something to do, they're dead to her. They could literally (laughs) kick the dust up, as Luke Bryan would say. And I am little miss whatever you say, president. Like, I am so... When COVID broke out, Megan was like, this is stupid. I'm living my life. And I was like, I'm not even touching a grocery bag that hasn't been sanitized first. Oh, my gosh. Like, it is so funny. And so when you said, I went on a walk anyway, I'm like, of course you did. Of course you did. Yeah. I'm sure you weren't even stressed about it. And you brought Ellie with you, I presume. Yeah, I, like, didn't really put two and two together. I'm sure Jake would have told me not to go, but I just didn't really ask. And yeah, I'm fine. Ask forgiveness, not permission. Yeah. It's totally okay. I mean, we've had weird haze in Colorado because of the fires. We haven't been able to see the mountains for, like, a long time because of it, which is a total bummer because then what's the point of living out here, you know? Exactly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Should just move. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But... Anyway, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a fun disclaimer about Megan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you yeah. didn't know, that's where we're at mm-hmm. um, in Megan's totally. land. But yeah, how's the weather in uh, Colorado? Slash, how are you doing, Courtney? <laughs> um, I have just had the urge to say, the weather is mild, which is from what movie? If you guess it, I'll give you $100, because I know you're not going to guess it. <laughs> I'm not going to guess it. <laughs> you never do. It's from the Pink Panther. It's when... Oh. It's when uh, Steve Martin says, it's lovely weather we're having. <laughs> I hope this weather continues. <laughs> he's like walking around and he's like pulling back drapes as though there's like an axe murderer behind them. And then he's like, let's keep our fingers crossed that it stays this mild. <laughs> I absolutely adore the movie The Pink Panther. I love it so much. I think it is so hilarious. I die every single time. I'm thinking about scenes that come up in The Pink Panther, and I can't handle it. I've seen it a million times. It's like that movie and Nacho Libre, I'm absolutely not. I'm not well. It's that kind of humor that's just stupid, and I absolutely love it. But to answer your question, yes. the weather is hotter than the devil's the the devil's the devil's toe jam. <laughs> it is so warm. <laughs> it's been like ninety five, but then we've got that UV index, sister, and mm-hmm. it is like crazy hot. Which I mean, we have no right to complain because all we've been saying from Colorado is it's raining, it's raining, it's raining. I hate yeah. it. And yeah. now the sun's out and it's hotter than hell, and we're just like. It's hot. It's hot. It's <laughs> yeah. hot. It's hot. So we're never pleased ever. Um, but okay. it's been fine. I'm just a little toasty. I've been trying to get some sun. I've been trying to turn this pale skin into like a rose hue <laughs> because that's the best it gets. Yeah. And um, other than the weather in my personal life, I had the breakdown of all breakdowns yesterday mm-hmm. and I am... <sighs> not holding back on carbs. Um, <laughs> I am doing whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I am, um, you know, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I think that's a good way to put it. 
I like, am yeah. literally fine, truly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think that's enough of that. I yeah. think we. I think we take what we've learned this week. I think we take where we're at this week and we, we put it in a funnel and we just serve it in a cute glass for you yeah. guys to drink up. Um, you know that's what we're here for. We're here to put things in a glass for you to take a sip of. So yeah. Just yeah. a couple of bartenders on the job. Um, <laughs> Might be spilling which I think the drinks here and there, but yeah, we're trying. I hope so. We're trying. I hope you get a little messy with us. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's a great segue into prayer. So basically, yeah. um, I've been learning a lot this week, which is hence leads to the breakdown, you know. Yeah. Um, the Lord likes to create a bit of wreckage to then do some construction. And I'm <laughs> definitely in the construction zone right now. The but I forgot my hat. Yes. I forgot my hard <laughs> helmet. And he said, that's the Eucharist, sister. So how about you? Come see me more often. Often. Um, yeah. And I'm on a roll right now. I'm on fire with the some, analogies. You really are. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Just thought I'd call we'll out some truth. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, on Sunday, I went to pray. And I was just, you know, sitting there with the Lord, very overwhelmed with the conviction of prayer once again, which Mm -hmm. if you've been listening to this, that's about as broken as the record that I've been saying, I'm busy. Mm -hmm. We all know I'm busy and we all know I need to be praying more. But (laughs) those are the two statements that Americans say to feel comfortable. You know, how are we doing? I'm so busy. How's your spiritual life? I should be praying more. It's the way we live. And so I was praying and I was just like, wow. Yeah, I mean, once again, Lord, thank you for being so patient and continuing to convict me to pray. Um, maybe, maybe Megan, you'll remember what I said a little bit more than I do. But basically, the fruit that I took away from it is no exceptions, no if ands, or buts, or paper cuts. I'm praying every single mm-hmm. day of the week. And that is that. That's final. And so... Um, yeah, we we took that vow. And I when I say we, I mean me and Jesus. And mm-hmm. um, it has really bore fruit at a rapid pace here. <laughs> and so yeah. I am grateful for that. But it's also bore fruit for Megan. And just based off of like different conversations that we've had this week, we kind of came to this podcast topic. And I was like, okay, crazy how the Lord provides. But um Yeah, maybe Megan share a little bit too about how things have been going for you since we kind of took this, this to the next level with Jesus, you know? Yeah, Yeah, it was really good. Basically, yeah, you just shared your prayer with me that you needed to pray more. And you're like, I'm praying every single day this week in the chapel. And I was like, truly, what is stopping me from doing that? It's like, my prayer, it's probably not gonna be very high quality because I have a baby with me. But sure. I live a mile from a chapel. I really have no excuse. Sure. So I, it, it, I just love first, like outside of all this topic, it's like when a friend makes a commitment to prayer and it just inspires you yeah. to go do the same. It's just the best. Yeah. It's so, the best feeling. Totally. Yeah. Ellie and I have been walking every morning and then we end up walking to the chapel at some point in the walk. And... It was just, it's just been so good. It's been chaotic and crazy and Ellie doesn't let me do all that much praying. But yeah, the one day I got to like actually try to like be like, Jesus, what is on my heart right now? Like what can I pray about? Um, The topic of like discerning more children came up, which Mm. it's like, well, Ellie's 
almost 11 months old. It's kind of that time where sure. <laughs> I feel like every Catholic couple feels the pressure to be like, okay, is it time for another baby or not? You know? Yeah, and, totally. Um, I'm not obvious. I'm not going to share where I'm at with that <laughs> really. <Yeah>. But <laughs> one thing that came up is like, you know, the thought of more children is very overwhelming because one child yeah. is very overwhelming. And yeah, it's like the thought of having a second child is crazy because, you know, Jake works all day. I'm hanging out with Ellie. If there's another child, I am now outnumbered in my life. Will <laughs> yeah. be chaos. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do anything anymore. Like, w- I'm going to have to just sit at home all day because how do you have two children and do anything? That's literally sure. how it feels. And yeah. I was just, I don't know. I was just like, Jesus, like, how can I? how how do people and everyone does it like almost everyone has more than one kid you know it's not so i'm just like this is very uncommon regardless of religion yeah it's pretty uncommon for there to be an only child like it's like they have their own category or aesthetic of like oh you're an only child you know yes exactly totally totally it's just like okay people do this what the heck how you know and i just felt him say to me like I'm never gonna give you more than you can handle with Mm -hmm. my help and I I feel like we hear that first part where it's like I'll never give you more than you can handle and you're like what are you talking about you've already given me more than I can handle I'm literally drowning right now but it's like that second part of with my help where it's like are we actually asking him for help are we right going to him in prayer and being like, can you please give me the grace to be a good, you know, wife today, a good mother today, a good friend today, a good disciple of Christ today. Like we often don't. And it's like, once we ask for the help, he always steps in. He always takes care of it. It's always going to work out, (laughs) you know, but yeah, I think we just forget that we have the grace of God, like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes full disposal. Yes. It just makes all these things feel so much scarier than they actually are because he will be with us, you know? Right. Right. And that's what I was praying with. And then you very separately had, you know, from a very different angle, kind of, kind of similar vibes going on. So you can share what you want to. I mean, I, yeah, I have been in this place where my prayer's always been very visual and for months now Jesus and I have been in this blue light blue like Mustang convertible it's a sick ride right <laughs> and lately we've been parked which is concerning cuz we're in a <laughs> desert and i feel like we're parked facing a cliff oh, and no. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get through it, but we're mm. parked okay. looking at it. Yeah. That I have not really externally processed before. So take that and use it respectfully. So I was praying and I was just like, Lord, what do we need to be doing to move forward? Like, I feel like I have all of these different areas of my life that need fixing mm-hmm. and I am not a fixer upper kind of girl. I'm the kind of girl that wants it to be handled and done. And I want to just make it beautiful, but I have all of these steps 
where I feel like I need to just fix this and fix that and fix that and fix that and the list doesn't seem to have an end. If I actually wrote it out, it would have an end. But what do you want me to be fixing and what do we need to do to get moving forward? Because I know that you want us to be moving forward. And it's unique when I put words in Jesus's mouth because all I heard in prayer over and over again was come to me all you who are labored and heavy burdened and I will give you rest over and over again like I heard that from the Lord and then I just kept saying it over and over again come to me all you who are labored and heavy burdened and I will give you rest come to me all you who are labored and heavy burdened and I will give you rest and Jesus just very clearly it's like we're sitting in this um it's kind of like how like just for full visuals because that means so much to me. They're kind of mm-hmm. like bench seats, right? They're not bucket seats. Okay, yeah. So it's like a little couch, right? There's two like um, bench seats in this Mustang and I have my knees up and my arms are on my knees resting and I have my head on my hands and I'm just looking at him and um, he was like, all I want you to worry about, all I want you to fix, all I want you to worry about is coming to me. And yeah, it's like, it's such a dub moment when you hear that it's like of course but it really answers literally every single question I have in this long list of personal worries and concerns that I'm trying to solve and put in order and make right and organize and make beautiful like all of these things And so many of them feel like earthly issues that I have to handle as Courtney, single woman that doesn't do it with other people. Mm -hmm. As Courtney, the girl that everyone sees as gets it done, is that girl, is that girl that Neo talks about in (laughs) Miss Independent, you know, like everything. And it's like all of those issues, legitimately all of them will be handled Because I am labored and heavy burdened and all he wants to give me is rest. And without rest within my heart, even though it might not be literal, if I'm not at rest and peace with my creator, with my love, aware of who I am, aware of my identity, aware of my goodness as his creation, without that, every single other thing, like you said, Megan, is beyond chaotic It's beyond stressful. It has no solution that has a near end. It feels absolutely massive, like Mm -hmm. so huge and heavy and impossible to slice into any type of a chewable bite and digest. It is so big that it feels bigger than the Lord. It feels bigger than him because of the evil one, right? Yeah. And... I was talking to Megan about that and I was like also praying because I was like talking to the Lord this morning and I was like, listen, I understand that you want me to rest, but also there's quite literally a deadline that I need to meet and that is called the daily nothings and I need you to help me. And the two words that kept coming up were misindependent. And I said that to Megan and she was like, yeah, that's it, you know, and it's like the Lord will provide everything like he he used our conversations and our prayers to be able to get to this point of sharing this thing. And it's, it always blows my mind because there's some weeks with this dream of the daily nothings where it actually feels like it's not going to happen where we're like, I don't know how we are going to be able to pull this off. Our lives are chaotic. We have a lot on our personal plates. I don't know what I can give. And then the Lord's like, no, here you go. And that's how mission works. Like 
we just have these we have our personal tap, we have our personal well, and let me tell you, that thing run, runs dry so fast. It's yeah. like the difference when you buy yourself a cute little holy water font that you put in your room and you're like, I'm going to put holy water in this and I'm going to anoint myself with holy water every time I leave my room. Mm-hmm. And that sucker evaporates in like 12 hours, yeah. no matter what. But then when yeah. you go to the ones at the church, they're lasting for weeks. You're set, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, what are they doing differently? That's just a little fun visual for you. Regardless, we all know the analogies of the <laughs> different wells we have to be going from the living water and it's just like there is such resource there's so many graces there's so much help that the lord is desiring to give us and we're just not tapping into it we're just not asking for it we're continuing to be self-reliant why because our society absolutely praises puts Mm -hmm. on such a pedestal the girl especially the woman especially the woman that is miss independent because Mm -hmm. it's It's always been right from the beginning of time for the man to not, for the man to not be dependent, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's a whole other can of worms on how, like, men are to be dependent on Christ, right? Like, they're called just the same way that women are, right? Yes. We're all supposed to be 100% dependent on the Lord. Yes. But they are also, in society obviously independent like they're the breadwinners they go out they get the money they bring it home for the kids it's been that way for the longest time yeah and we're not going to get too much into feminism and all that good stuff but (laughs) what i'm saying is like for women especially in our society i feel like it is praise praise praised Mm -hmm. for a woman to be this amazing manicured polished tan perfect girly pop (laughs) that has the career that has the finances, has the house, doesn't need a man, meal preps everything, sleeps for six hours because she hates seven hours of sleep, works out twice a day. Like, Megan and I have talked about this character of a woman (laughs) really since the beginning of this podcast. Like, it has been something that bothers us for so many months and... It's because society really makes you believe that you're supposed to be that girl. And me, especially, like, it's like we have these two versions. Like, me as this single woman, I'm like, yeah, nobody's tapping into these goods, so I might as well just be good on my own. Like, I might as well just be that girl. Something about the way she moves, ooh, can't (laughs) figure it out. There's something about her, as Neo said. (laughs) And so I'm over here like, fine, Neo, I'll -hmm. put on the jeans, I'll blow out the hair, I'll paint the toe, I'll wear the purse, I'll wax the eyebrow, and I'll get the money, twist my arm. And then before you know it, your list of to-dos to keep up with that manicured figure that's unrealistic completely eliminates the Lord. Because all of those things are very independent things. And the Lord wants you to be so freaking dependent, so codependent, where you're just absolutely obsessed with doing everything that he's doing and being everything that he's being and saying everything that he's saying, you know? Yeah. So that was quite the tangent, but I just... No, that was it. I feel like that was exactly... That was it. I think we end it here. I'm kidding. (laughs) End of the pod. See ya. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that is just so, there's so much pressure to be that Mm -hmm. girl that you feel Mm -hmm. like, it's like so hard not to feel inadequate 
when you're not that girl. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I, it's like we'll never be happy with ourselves because you like, how do you reach that level of like polished yeah. perfection in yeah. this in your day to day at all ever? You know, it just it's yeah. it's so hard not to feel inadequate to that to compare ourselves to what society has said is the right way to be a woman exactly which is to be in miss independent and right yeah i don't know it's just like break breaking that habit of comparing ourselves to that or comparing ourselves to younger versions of ourselves where maybe right. we had some of those qualities they were like oh i used to be miss independent or i used to be miss independent in these ways and now i'm not and so right. i need to figure out how to get back to that but really, it's like, I'm not in my early 20s anymore. I'm in my late 20s now. And Woo-hoo. I don't know. It's just like, I don't have to be that anymore. But I hold myself sure. to that standard sometimes. And that's just, sure. that's literally Satan. Because he wants to divide us from the Lord. And like, independence right. in the Lord. Like, we cannot have both. We cannot have both. Because... yeah. If we are independent, that means we are completely closed off <laughs> from him. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. And it's like in that same way of like we are made for communion, not mm-hmm. independence. Yes. And it's very weird because being independent, like being independent in itself is not a bad thing. Like you don't want... You don't want to not know how to pay your taxes. You don't want to not know how to drive your car. Like, there's very practical things, obviously. I feel like I always have to state the obvious because it never hurts. But, but we are created for communion. And I think something that's so fascinating is with independence, there's no room for, um, I don't want to say there's no room for death to self, but I just have this like picture in my head of like, okay, I can actually realistically picture this because I am a single woman that lives in a beautiful home and does her own thing all the time, you know? Yeah. And I, I do what I want. I go to bed when I want. I wake up when I want. I eat what I want. I go to work, not necessarily when I want, but I go to work. I come home. I do what I want in the evening. I wear what I want. Like, it's not 100% because I have a parameter of virtues and morale that I desire to live in being a Catholic woman, right? Yeah. But if we completely remove that, there is utmost freedom. You can literally do and be anything you want to be. There's no Mm -hmm. box. You have no box. You have no parameters. You can do whatever you want all the time. That cuts off life. It cuts off any sacrifice that you're going to make for the other person because Mm -hmm. it's all about you. Mm -hmm. It cuts off any desire realistically for you to get married and have any children because why would you do that? If there were Mm -hmm. no morals and no rules that you put on yourself and you're just an independent woman that's that girl, you can do whatever you want. You can sleep with whoever you want. You can be with them for however long you'd like to be. You don't have to have any children because you're in charge of your body. You Mm -hmm. make the choice. Like, it all goes together in this perfect woman, right? And men love that idea because you don't need them. They don't have to provide. They don't have to be there for you to receive anything. You don't have to 
ask them for anything. You've got your own career that you won't be stopping anytime soon. You're definitely not going to have kids. Like, there's just so many things that society, it's like that level of independence is not of God, obviously, because it cuts off any opportunity for communion. It cuts off any opportunity for life. And when you think about the difference in like the communion of saints and I'm reading so much about St. Elizabeth of the Trinity right now and just how, I mean, she was obsessed with being a cloistered Carmelite and being a cloistered Carmelite basically means that you are cut off from the world entirely and you live in a cell and pray for the rest of your life. It's very, very beautiful and holy and pious. I could never. And it is so beautiful to hear her heart because she loves to be in her cell so that she can just be with Jesus And it's just their time. And then she goes and she performs acts of beauty and goodness with her other sisters in her community. And it's all for the sake of the other. That's it. Mm. It's all for the sake of other people. It's all for the sake of other prayers in the world, whatever they're devoted to. It's all for the sake of like her dying to herself so that she can be in union with Christ. It's like, it's so intertwined with independence and... I just think Mm -hmm. that independence in so many ways cuts us off from being able to actually live in the way that the Lord wants us to live, to be able to actually follow his will for us. Because I know for me personally, I'm over here, 27 years old, and I'm, I have such a unique, um, gosh, it's just so unique. Like I, I obviously am pursuing holiness. I'm trying to pray. I'm trying to get to mass. I'm trying to live in this mission and the daily nothings, all this stuff, right? But then I'm terrified to actually discern what the Lord wants for me. Like I, I have my life. I have the way that I do things. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. I go to church. I do my things. I live for others to an extent, you know, I've put my Mm -hmm. own box within. It's like my box is bigger. Right. Like it's got more room for others. Yeah. But it's still very controlled. And when others try to impact that control that I desire to have on my life, I get very upset. Yeah. And that's just a unique debacle, honestly, to to discuss because it's like, yeah, yeah, obviously it's good to have parameters. It's good to have boundaries. I'm not saying to get rid of all of that, but I am saying it's like, I don't, I (laughs) <laughs> I no, am I still very attached to the way that I live. Yeah. Like, I'm not okay with just surrendering that. Like, I have this dependence on myself, this self-reliance of, like, no, I want it this way, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, like, more convenient for you to not mm-hmm. have someone come in and mess up your plans, you know? like Right. I feel right. like Jen Fulweiler talks about this all the time, about how we used to live in villages, and now we yeah. don't. And it's like when you lived in a village, you had to deal with so many personalities that you didn't get to choose. Like you were born into this village. These are the people you're doing life with every day. And there's so many benefits to living in a village for like in a lot of ways. And it's like your heart has to be bigger because you have to be able to accept all these people and you have help and your children get to see all these different people in their right. lives and you don't have to be everything to your children because they have a bunch of other people to look up to. But now right. it's like we're just in our little houses by ourselves, right. independent, 
and I feel like it's definitely like tur- like shut off parts of our hearts that used to have to be way more open and loving mm. and accepting yeah. of just the people that were next door to you because you don't right. I, it's like we don't have to interact with our next door neighbors anymore because no. we get to just be on our own and with that comes great self-reliance incredible totally. self-reliance and that keeps you away from god because you're like i actually mm. can take care of all of my needs now on my own with my job and with my money right. and it's so it's like when you don't need to ask god for anything because you've got it all taken care of right it's like why would That's you go zone. to him it's such a danger right. zone and i feel like right. when you go on like a mission trip to a country a third world country that's like the right. biggest difference and i maybe i've even said totally. this before where it's like they literally pray for their next meal right it's like they always have god in their minds because god is always providing for them so physically and material materially i don't yeah. know if that was the right word but that's correct it's that yeah correct yeah so then it's like spiritually they're also fed because they're going to christ all the time and then we're over here right. all of our material needs are are met so then our spiritual lives can just take a huge plummet because right we're not going to him for those things that we need anymore i don't know right it all kind of comes no, together it's, so true. it's a little chaotic it all but, no, honestly, it might feel chaotic when you're saying it, but it makes perfect sense. I mean, when I think about when I went to Argentina on a focus missions trip, you guys should have seen me. I lost my, you know what, okay? I was freaking out. I was a junior in college, going into my junior year of college, and your girls always lived comfortably. I do not, I never had a dorm room. I didn't have a roommate until my first year of being a focus missionary. Mm-hmm. I... I have it my way. I jokingly talked about this in therapy once. And I was like, (laughs) I pack a fan every time I travel. I pack Mm -hmm. a fan with me every single time. Unless I'm flying home to Marion, Indiana, Mm -hmm. I pack a fan. Mm -hmm. And it's not an option. It's happening because I like a breeze while I sleep. (laughs) And that's the level of like, this is how I do it. And that is how I will keep doing it because that is how I like it. Yeah. And when we were going to this missions trip in Argentina, we had a very small amount of things that we could pack for three weeks. It had to be within like one of those hiking backpacks that's really large and tall. And I just remember being like, I can't do this. There's no way I won't be able to I won't be able to survive. And I slept better than I ever had when I was there. Mm. We took siestas every single day. I didn't have a fan. I didn't need one. We didn't have phones. I was taking cold showers every night and you would think that that's nice in Argentina except we were there in July which is their winter so it was like 50 mm. to 60 degrees every day which honestly oh, wow. is my type of weather yeah. but a cold shower was very challenging and if you took a shower in the middle of the day while everyone else was siesting then it was warm-ish so that's what I was okay. always did yeah but we just lived in this great poverty and everyone's experienced that if you've gone on a missions trip you always are like yeah that's when I was happiest and that's when I was so easily able to see the Lord and it's like that's the sucky reality of being a saint when we fill our lives with all of the comforts that I am obsessed with and you know that Megan is too because of Mm -hmm. how we talk about all (laughs) of the things on the daily nothings 
It sucks, but it's true. Those things are not irrelevant. They are not nothing. They are clouding your relationship with Christ. And I need to take that to heart because I keep filling my life with more and more material goods. And I keep getting more and more confused as to why the Lord is hard to see. And it's Mm. because those material goods are not just materialism issues, right? Like that's its own situation. That's its own podcast topic. It's because those material goods make me feel comfortable. They, they give me beauty. They give me beauty that satisfies. I always say that like my bedroom is like my sanctuary and I kind of joke about it, but it's very accurate. My bedroom is really cute. My bedroom's really cute. I love being in my bedroom. Other people love being in my bedroom. When people come to see, that sounded dirty. It's not dirty. It's when people come to see my house. When other people come to see my house, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. And I love to, de- I love to decorate. I love to make things beautiful. I love, 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 love that stuff. I mean, I work in yeah. interior design, right? And it's like, yeah, why would I get up and leave my bedroom in the morning to go pray in a chapel that might not be as pretty as my bedroom when I have my bedroom? Like, mm-hmm. that's my place. That's what I'm worshiping. That's my comfort. I'm worshiping my comfort. I'm not worshiping my Lord. And... It's like we so easily can create those spaces, but it's also unique because beauty also motivates. And when I'm near the Lord's creation, I always feel this like great call to be a poetic genius when I'm near the ocean. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to write a book. You can't stop me because I'm near the ocean. But when it comes to like crusty Indiana, I'm like, I'm doing nothing but watching Netflix all day. No (laughs) offense, Indiana, you're beautiful in your own way. And it's just... It's it's so unique, you know, beauty motivates, but then when we construct our own beauty, I think that it it very much can become a place of worship, Um, and that's why we are so addicted to materialism and filling our closets and all of this stuff, you know. And I'm truly one to speak because I suck at this. Like, I so deeply suck at it. You guys heard me talking about shopping on Patreon, I think, right? Was that on Patreon when I was talking about shopping? I can't Maybe it was on the actual podcast. I think it was on the actual podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys know I have the struggle of shopping and there's so many other things too, but I don't know. It's like, it all goes together. You guys, it all goes yeah, together. Lots of little pieces. <laughs> but Lots of little nuggets. Lots yeah. of 12 count nugget meals. Yeah. It's challenging, yummy. but <laughs> yummy. I had that for lunch today. It was so good. Oh, that sounds so, so good. So, so, so good. Yeah. I got this sweet and spicy <laughs> sriracha. The best you one. You did. Oh, I did. Oh, are you? Have you had that sauce before? No. What? <laughs> Courtney, are you joking? I, McLean I and I just, always talk about that. No, I feel like, Courtney, I can just remember when we were in college and I feel like I had Chick-fil-A. It was like one of my first introductions to Chick-fil-A. And we were sitting yeah. on your couch. And you're like, okay, <laughs> this is what you do. You get the nugget <laughs> meal. You get the Chick-fil-A sauce. You get the buffalo sauce. And you get the ranch. You get yes, the chicken course. nugget in the ranch and then the buffalo yes. sauce. And you eat that. Yes. And then you take one and put it in the Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, my you gosh. I remember also... giving this tutorial to you. Oh, yes. I have the whole. And I was just like, this is brilliant. I can and see it. that's. That's literally what I do every time. I you have still those get that. three sauces. I, that's and still it's like, for sure, that's still like the holy trinity of sauces for me because then I also yeah. do the Chick fil A sauce in the buffalo, and that is like a yes, sweet and I do that spicy too. situation. It's so Ooh, good. Mm. That's almost naughty. It's so good. Yes. But <laughs> I've also, I'm also a fan of the sweet and spicy sriracha with ranch. Oh my gosh. Oh, you should try it. I will try if you it. Ever, next like, time, I'm for just sure. a little tired of this sauce combo. I think you should yeah. just give it a try. Okay. Cool. I have never. I mean, we've probably done it before, but I don't know if we've ever skirted to such an irrelevant topic from such a deep topic (laughs) 
so <laughs> I don't think we have. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm really sorry. But yeah, I I hope that all of that was um, easy to follow, something that you guys were able to mm-hmm. chew on as we were sharing it. But I think that the biggest takeaway from all of this is that we have to stop actually like putting our worth in being that girl that is Miss uh-huh. Independent. And if you actually want love in your life, whether that be love like I'm craving for a husband, but most of all, like the love of the Lord, you can't have the picture perfect control independent lifestyle that our society worships. It's not possible. They don't correlate because that becomes your identity. That becomes your world. And yeah, it's just like we have to die to ourselves. We can't be in control. We're not in control ever. The Lord is in control. And I've been living in this way where I'm like, no, I'm in control. I'm in control. I'm in control. And I'm going and I'm going and I'm in charge. And I got this figured out. And Lord, you're here too. But like, I've got this figured out. Yeah. And you can keep that up for a while, but then you're going to crash and burn like I did yesterday. And you're going to realize, oh, wow, I'm not in charge. I'm not in control. I haven't been in control. My life's a mess. What am I going to do? Where is my Lord? And he's been there the whole time. And it's like, it's just so essential for us to remember that I will fail. I will completely forget this and I will have to be reminded again. I know it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I hope that's not true, but it most likely is. Yeah. And so let go of that image of your life. Courtney, Courtney, listen, (laughs) let go of that image of your life. That is perfect coffee book table images that everyone wants to mimic let go of it it's not realistic you know what actually it is realistic it's possible but it's not what you want you want heaven what you're craving is the beauty of heaven and eternity and the eucharist and the sacraments and the catholic church that is what you're craving that's what's so hard Mm. yeah it's so that's it Mm -hmm. that's it And I feel like another highlight is like you were saying, when you feel like you have all these things to fix in your life, if you're not going to the Lord and praying every day, the things are not going to be fixed the way they should be. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's just like that. Or you're trying to fix things that aren't. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. Say exactly what you're going to say. I was just going to say, like, you're trying to fix things that might not be ready to be fixed yet. Yes, exactly. You're not the fixer. You can't fix it. Thank God you can't. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so much more fun to call a guy or like have your husband come and change your tire versus you change your tire. Come on. Let the Lord change your tire. (laughs) There you go. That's a good (laughs) Like who actually wants to do that? Nobody. No. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I like it. No, that was a good analogy. I like it. We can end on, we can end on that visual. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Also, you know, just a pulse check for everyone. When's the last time you got your oil changed? I personally need to take care of that. This is a little reminder to you. Thank you, Courtney. (laughs) Putting that on my to-do list. (laughs) Are there any Uh, other uh, PSAs we need to throw out there? Anything else that we need to take care of? Make sure you're flossing. Flossing is not a joke. And it's a, it's not a suggestion. It's a re, it's a requirement. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. Do you do tongue scraping? A tongue scraper? I don't. I don't. I've I heard don't good either. things. Me yeah. <laughs> it kind of gives me the ick. I'm not gonna lie. Like the yeah. title 
do you yeah. tongue scrape like that makes me, <laughs> that gives me the ick I'm not yeah, gonna lie sure. but I, I know many that do it and it is very also important I mean I don't want to know what's happening there but um I think that's all I've got I, I change your sheets can... change oh, your sheets yep. <laughs> that's a good one have a couple pairs so you can just throw a new one on <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Nothing is worse yeah. than your sheets being in the washer and you're you're about to go to bed. Oh, that's absolutely purgatory. Awful. Awful. I'd rather go to Target and buy another pair. But then you still have to wash it, so it sucks both ways. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my stars. Okay, well now that we all have our to do list for the week, um, thank you for listening. You guys are the bomb.com and yeah, I just let us know this. your thoughts on this because um, it's been all over the place. But it's also, I feel like, hit such deep depths of richness. <laughs> and then I'm like, but Neo is totally losing it. I mean, how <laughs> is he doing? Him. Look at his Instagram. Absolutely. See what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely, that's going to be my husband's guy some sometime. It's going to be like, so Neo, huh? (laughs) Because yours is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to shut up now. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for loving. Share, 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 share. Spread that audience. You guys are the bomb. Illy, Illy some. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.